Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of Sports Illustrated's Cowbell Corner, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for thunder and lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman. Here with you on a Wednesday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. Appreciate our great listeners, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us. want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffee House and Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Whenever you're in Starkville, make sure you're starting your morning off with Strange Brew Coffee House. That's the best way to start a Starkville morning or Tupelo for that matter. And of course, anywhere you are in our great state or our great country, you can get Strange Brew Coffee uh, shipped to your door. Just go to their website. Hit the Shopify page up, and then bam, it's delivered to your door, and you get your day started the way you want to. You can close your eyes, and you're just back in Starkville with a sip of Strange Brew coffee. I hope I see a lot of you guys are taking part in our giveaway for College Corner. Want that to continue? Uh, check out my Twitter feed for the details on that. And hey, Father's Day less than a month away, guys. It's time to start letting the ladies in your life know you want something from College Corner. You want some brand new MSU merchandise. Hook them up with that information today. Don't wait. Don't dawdle. Do it today. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They are in Ridgeland by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. And of course, you can always shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Humble Taco. That's the place to be here in Starkville when you're looking for Mexican food. But Mexican food that's a little different than anywhere else you'll get. Not only in, in Starkville, but in Mississippi. And maybe just about anywhere else in America. It's Mexican fare with Mississippi roots. It is a twist on everything you like about southern food and everything you like about mexican food when when i when i tell you that it's a unique menu you know i'm not i'm not lying to you something on there for everybody as well no matter what your diet is humble tacos got something that's going to satisfy you and hey if you're just looking to have a great time hang out on the patio margaritas on tap local beers they've got it all for you there at sartreville's newest and best mexican restaurant that's humble taco it is rumblings day joel which means it is a day of 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 friendship of, of, of happiness and of people getting uh, answering these questions on Twitter and getting rebuked by their fellow Bulldogs, and I couldn't be happier. It is. It is. It is a day in which, you know, some people walk around with hurt feelings yeah. on, on this day. But they, it's their own fault. It is their own fault. But I'd like to think that on Wednesdays, people around the state of Mississippi, nah, around the world, walk around with a bit more knowledge, a bit more you know, just feeling good about themselves yeah. because today they're smarter than they were yesterday. And we help in that process. I, I can't help but agree with you. If you're a first-time Rumblings listener, why? And if you're not, well, get ready for your weekly dose of wisdom. Here we go. We'll start with <laughs> Justin Strawn, who brought some strong questions today. Uh, here we go. When I was growing up, all of the men in my family never listened to music and just listened to talk radio. I associated never listening to music as being an old man trait as a result. Nowadays, whenever I try to listen to music, I just can't do it because it's awful and I turn on a podcast. Is there anything you associated with old people that you have begun doing? Old Spice. You wear Old Spice? 
No, I don't. But I, when you, I think okay. of Old Spice, I think of... Oh, yeah. Old Spice is definitely an old man. Or Skin Bracer. My, like, I, does anybody actually... I, I, you you shave. I don't shave, right? I, you, 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 there are times where you come in clean-shaven. Does anybody actually use aftershave anymore? Does anybody spike their face with rubbing alcohol like our fathers used to do? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, make it burn! My, my grandfather always used... I think it was aftershave, like Brute. Brute. Had an aftershave, like yeah. he used that. Like when I think Chaps. of when I think of brute, I think yeah. of those those old school colognes for sure. I don't even wear cologne. I don't either. Uh, I've started growing ear hair. Does that count as an old man trait? <laughs> uh, I've certainly got that. I went to the barber the last week. And I was like, you mind cleaning out my grandpa hairs there? I haven't gotten the eyebrows debushed yet. That Cal, hasn't had that. Cal T came up to me the other day. He said, "Daddy, you have cobwebs in your nose." And so <laughs> I, was like, yeah. I was like, do I have nose hairs coming out already? Yeah. Like, what, what do we got? Yeah, that's, what, that's the way it is. So That being said, I want to tell a story here. My grandfather, when he bought, he bought a car, and back then Ford used to give you like a little complimentary cassette to play. It, that thing broke. <laughs> he, he never took it out. He popped it in, driving off the car lot, and like nine years later, that was... So when you got into Papa's car... You knew what you were going to be listening to that day. <laughs> just like it was just the same songs, and like one of them was like the U.S. Olympic theme. It was just random <laughs> stuff. One was the Cosby Show theme extended. Like it just random songs. So here we go. Which five minutes is longer? The five minutes at the end of a football game. The five more minutes you'll take your wife or girlfriend to finish getting ready, or the five minutes remaining when setting up a new device. It depends on the woman, mm-hmm. but I was going to go with the woman. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking myself. The five minutes at the end of the football game is not fair because the clock will stop. Yes. So that doesn't really count. The five minutes at the end of a basketball game is really long. It's long because you have fouls play, and yeah, stuff it's like close that. game. And then when I'm setting up a new device, I walk away. Because I, 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 I fall under watch pot never boils kind of thing. Yeah. So that doesn't really bother me. It's definitely the wife-girlfriend thing. No question. Yeah, I, I think that in most instances that's the case. There, there may be a woman somewhere that says five minutes and actually means five minutes. I'm not, I'm not married to that woman. I haven't met her yet. Ah. So, uh, recently at work, after all the students had left, this is, I'm gonna struggle getting through this question. Let's go ahead and tell you. Oh, I read. I, this recently was at of, work, this was after the all the students had left, I experienced some bathroom issues and couldn't poop. <laughs> it was extremely painful, and I almost passed out. <laughs> what you eat? A whole block of cheese. When I finally gave up, I emerged from the bathroom as pale as a ghost. And it was obvious I had been in distress. So it was at this point, I was having to tell all the teachers in my proximity, I almost passed out because I couldn't poop. We went and got the nurse and everything. It was a little embarrassing. What's the most embarrassing thing that's happened to you at work, either current or former? Never pooping is not a problem for me. I can always, I stay regular. I want to know what he ate. Did he, did he just go eat like a whole pot of fondue? What clogged you up? <laughs> I'm trying to think. What's the most? My questions are more for him than for us. <laughs> Maybe the most. I wasn't really embarrassed by it mm-hmm. because I felt so bad. I didn't really care. Okay. Um. But my, gosh, first or second or third day interning at WCBI mm-hmm. when uh, I was a senior at state, mm-hmm. I got just very very lightheaded and and everything and and anyway i it's the only time in my life that i have ever basically fainted i mean i came right back to yeah i was very dehydrated ended up i I had some kind of stomach bug or something Mm -hmm. but anyway it's just thinking back on it it, that was the first impression i guess that they really had of joel was this guy that comes in as just this 
intern that faints. You know, not really doing anything under pressure. But over you were here, sick. But I, I was sick, okay. and that, that was later known, but at the moment it was kind of yeah. weird. But it's just, thinking back on it, it's cool now because, uh, I mean, people in North Mississippi will know the voice, but one of the guys there, probably the main guy there taking care of me, like, are you okay, was R.H. Brown, yeah. who, you know, WCBI, I mean, his voice, just I hear it, and now he's not on there anymore, but... Right. Joel, are you okay? You know, R.H. Brown, WCBI. Anyway, yeah, he, he, his voice, like in North Mississippi to me, just... Our intern is a Nancy. He's like, are you okay? And uh, I'm good. But anyway, he's like a minister and things, so he's like a very yeah spiritual guy. But anyway, he uh, he was right there beside me the whole, every step of the way. And I, I came back basically two and uh, left. But I, I can remember thinking on the way home, yeah. You only get one chance to make a first impression, and right? And, uh, mine is I can't even stand on my own two feet. I don't really have a good story for this. I don't. I don't. I can't think of nothing that's standing out to me as just you idiot. I'm sure there's plenty of them, but I, nothing's standing out to me. So we're gonna have to go with which Joel's is story. odd. Yeah, I normally have a story. You normally have a story, and, and I am and, an idiot. And, and you would think that there were. Yeah, no, there's no doubt. Uh, let's see here. You had one recently, but we won't discuss it. An odd moment. It wasn't really embarrassing for you, I don't think. It was just weird. What was that? Baseball press box. I was not there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was not embarrassing, though. Yeah. Okay, I was like, what are you talking about? Okay, I got you now. All right. Uh, Jay Henry, uh, while at baseball uh, with friends in the Triple Crown, a fan above yelled down at Lamonis, it's too late with Sarantola now on the mound. Coach turned back and yelled, no, I don't believe this. I don't believe Lamone has turned around and said STFU to anybody in the stands. Well, first off, Triple Crown is that the one that's up? No, that's the one that's behind the That's the one the, behind the plate. Yeah. I don't I don't believe that Lamone has said this. I don't, but what I will say is I wouldn't blame him if he did. Well, I mean I get that. First off, remember Sarantola came in at the beginning of the inning, so Lamonis wouldn't have been out on the mound. He'd just been sitting in the dugout. No, he can he got the last two outs of the inning, right? He went through two thirds, I think. I'm okay, almost who's, who started the ninth? Stone Simmons. Yes, okay. he got the first out, I believe. And right. uh, but anyway, nah, I'm, I'm not buying. I'm not buying. And also, if I'm like Eric Sarantola's parents, who mm-hmm. I guess you know they may live in Canada or something, so I don't know how right. frequently they get to do Noble Field. If I had heard that guy mm-hmm. yelling at my son, yeah, Lamonis wouldn't have had the chance to yell at that guy because he probably have already been yelled at. Would not. He may not be standing. Yeah. <laughs> if somebody, if Cal T's ever out there and y'all yelling at him, y'all gonna have to deal with Joel. Deal with Joel T. All right. Shelby Beach has some questions. Has anyone ever gone full Macho Man Randy Savage marching into their graduation? They should. They play pomp and circumstance yeah. at the graduations. Yeah, they played it the other day for. Uh, it, uh, we did a little thing at our church for Cal T and yeah. his, his pre-K. And you should have had him been ahead of this and had him like you know spinning around, yeah. arms out, doing you know. They would have been fantastic. Have like you know tassels dripping yeah, from his arms. Yeah, tassels. And, had a cowboy hat on, some shades. You should. You got to think of these things, Joel. When I hear popping circumstance, I don't think of graduation. I think of Randy Savage every time. Every time. The Macho Man. Absolutely. Who will be the next Diamond Dog to make it to the show? Mm. Ethan Small. Who's somebody that may be lurking at AAA right? Isn't Bracewell kind of lurking at AAA right now. I have no idea where Bracewell is. Kruger's up, right? He's he been up. Yeah, he's been up. Uh, it's, it's, so it's he's already small. he's he, already counted. He just amongst. threw an, uh, five, five no hit innings. Well, he he will be in the big leagues, but I don't know if he will be the next one in the. I big I think leagues. he will. 
He might be. The Brewers are going to be in the playoff hunt. Well, exactly. Need, so why would you stick a? I guess you could put you it in the pen. You need pitching. You always need pitching. Thing is, Ethan is obviously a starter of the future, mm-hmm. and some organizations probably a little more willing than others to let those guys start in the pen. Uh, yeah, Ethan will definitely be up soon. Huh. I, I can't. I don't know if there's anybody else right there in that periphery of the big leagues. Did you guys ever have a class in the Butcher Hall, Baloo Hall, by the cheese store? My British history class. Met there for lectures. I'd love to have taken a British history class. That was really I did not have a class. No, there. never did. Never did. When is Bob's next appearance? I'm assuming he's still in Tampa, but he has to come home to visit sometime. There should be at least one B&B show reunion a year, or as there is with This Is Our Show. I mean, I don't know when Bob's coming back. I mean, I assume Dr. C is still teaching, but I mean, his mom doesn't live here, so like, why would he be here? He might come back for a football game or something. We'll see. I guess his last time here was the last time y'all did a sh- yeah when y'all did the sh- was that yeah. what was that about a year? That was that was uh, well, I mean, it was like two football seasons ago. It was right? It was the bye week after State had lost to Tennessee, or maybe they hadn't played. They were about to play Tennessee. One of the two. Uh, Ryan Pace. Promote, which promotion is more likely for Coach Arnett, a blue blood defensive coordinator or as a head coach? Blue blood DC. I, I think that's it. Yeah, I mean, as a head coach, he says, where do you think he might end up? He would he would be a G five head coach to start. He would he would probably be making more money as a as a power five defensive coordinator. But yeah, somewhere in the top tier of jobs is where Arnett's going to be headed for a defensive coordinator. Uh, Will Frydenreich. So. We answered one of his questions yesterday. We'll answer one of his questions tomorrow. So let's go to the third question. Who is your fa- most? Who is your favorite underrated football player of all time? Favorite underrated football player? Yeah. Gabe Miles. That's a good one. Did you know Gabe from covering him? Bit, too? Yeah. That and that's, you probably know his dad real well. Yeah, I, I really. I just I like him. Yeah, <laughs> and that's probably a big part of it. <sighs> The problem is, like, all my favorite players have been really good. Yeah. I'm trying to think there's, like, a guy that, like, nobody ever talks about anymore. Connor Stevens. You know who it was? No, well, Connor Stevens for you. Vic Ballard. I don't know if he's underrated or not, but yeah. I loved Vic Ballard. Absolutely loved watching him play. Great running back. Uh, the rumbling bully. Although Mornay may not be the all-SEC guy that Stewart was, his fit as a point guard seems to be leaps and bounds better than G- DJs for the team. How do you see the balance of fit and talent in college basketball? Which is better to have? I think it's better to have talent, but you need fit. You can't just have five great power forwards, you know. No, and I mean, I mean, shoot, you think about all the guys that State has had from a, a talent perspective that mm-hmm. kind of wouldn't really fit. Right, right. Yeah, they've had, they, they've had good players who are just like, it just doesn't, you know. And that's sort of been the problem the past Malik few Newman years. Newman really was not a fit. Not a fit. Nick Weatherspoon was not really a point guard, but he wasn't really a two either. So, you know, he was a guy who was just a superior athlete, and that helped him a lot in high school. Even uh, even like Eric Holman, he wasn't a five. You know, he was more of a stretch four, but we had him playing the five. So, you know, I think you, you want talent, but you have to have fit. Yeah. Is Holman still in the G League or something? Like, what's, I think what's so. What's he got going yeah, I believe on? so. I believe he is. Okay. I should know the answer to that. but You should. you should. I've got a device I could find it real quick. Yeah, yeah. You should. I mean, you should have been doing. You know, you do. You used to do those baseball things for everybody, and, and, the, and you should do one for basketball too, for Q and all those guys. Peyton Neely, what would your death row meal be if your only option was fast food? 
Do you know one thing that I I would probably include in this? What's that? Maybe I'm an idiot. Mm-hmm. A bunch of crystals. Okay. Like, I love like the little crystal Some burgers. Gut grenades. Yeah, I love those things. That's a good call. Um, I would also probably include. I don't know. I mean, I'm dying here. Maybe they'd let me out. Like all of my favorite fried chicken sandwiches, like one yeah. from Chick Fil A. Give me the yeah. spicy chicken from Wendy's. Give me the. I still haven't had the Popeyes one yet, but well, I, that's I where would I'm imagine going. I could include if that. If you and I are on the same uh, train to, to the executioner, we can do that, because Popeyes is my is what I'm going with. I want like eight pieces of chicken. I want a family-sized mashed potatoes and gravy, family-sized dirty rice, and about four biscuits. I'm going full. That's not a bad call at yeah. all. That's where I, I, a Popeyes chicken is my death row meal of choice. All right, we've got a couple here from Alexandra Watson. Do you believe in karma and what goes around comes around? Uh, to an extent, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, th- I think a lot of times that's the case. I think, I, th- I, I think, I th- yeah, the old quote scripture here, you reap what you sow a little yeah, bit. I, yeah. I do believe that's kind of the... I do think sometimes it takes a little long. Yeah. So it it's not always, not always as quickly as you'd like, yeah. but a lot of times it, it, it bites you. Have I ever told you about the time I nearly gave up on organized religion? Do you know what? Do you know what happened? I don't. It was when that when Chad Kelly threw that pass as he was falling down, oh, and, and yeah. it got tipped up in the air, and the guy caught it for a touchdown. I I, lit, I looked up. I was like, "There is no God. <laughs> How can there be a God if the wicked prosper like this?" It's like it makes no sense. And that was I like I was just like seriously. I was just like, "What? How could this have happened?" But then karma sort of you know came around on that to an extent. I do believe in karma. To answer the question. Uh, also from Alexandra, I cut and colored my hair, and my own dog, who I've had since 2014, didn't recognize me. Have you ever done something dra- that drastically changed how you looked? I mean, I grew a beard. I mean, there's not much. I, my beards suck. Yeah. Uh, my, I mean, my hair used to be really long. Like, and I want to say really long. I mean, it wasn't like, like good, good, it wasn't like good friend and host Steve Robertson long no. or nothing like that. But it was like long enough that. It was curling up and yeah. that sort of deal. But no, I, I've never really. Well, the the closest thing I might would say is senior year of high school. We won the division in baseball, so we except the ones that are gutless, and I still maintain you guys were gutless. Uh, everybody shaved their heads, and so me with a shaved head looks a little shocking. I had some people that because that was around the same time that I'd lost about fifty pounds too. I had a lot of people thought I was sick. Because I had no hair and I'd lost 50 pounds. But I was not. I was just in shape finally and I was a dummy. The only thing right now that would drastically change how I look, other than losing a ton of weight, would be if I shaved. And I will yeah, tell you. You clean shaven, look, you look like a different person. I, I know. Really right, I'll tell you right now if, if I were to walk into the same room as Bob Carscad and clean shaven, he would walk out. He, he can't stand it. I don't know what it is. Like, I haven't. It's been like three years since you've been clean shaven. No, no. I, I shaved right at the right at, towards the beginning of the pandemic. I did because I couldn't get to the barber, and so I just shaved my beard just to give me some relief. And I remember I FaceTimed Bob, and he picked up, smiling, looked at me, and hung up. <laughs> he just he's like, I want nothing to do with clean shaven Brian. All right, next we'll go to our friend Caleb Hamill, who asks, "Is Logan Tanner the best catcher State has had since Ed Easley?" I mean, Logan's kind of the total package back there, right? And it's he makes a darn good case. I mean, Kruger was good, but Kruger gets penalized a little bit because it's one year. Um, I mean, 
I think I would go Logan Tanner. You know, Skelton had one great season for Mississippi he did. State, but he did. again, it's just one season. Um, and I think I like Logan Tanner a little better defensively here. Oh, for sure. Oh, Logan Tanner defensively, for sure. So, and yeah, I just think for the total package, I think he's not Lex Luger, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm, I I'm going to agree Logan with you. Tanner. So, but that said, his career needs to finish out too at the same time. So, you know, let's see yeah. how he finishes his career. Uh, Sheldon Nations, are we sure this team has the pitching to battle through the losers bracket in a regional? Who would you start in Sunday and Monday games? Well, here's the the good news: is that I don't think in a Friday game they're starting Sarantola or Bednar. You're convinced that a Friday game as a one seed against Jackson not, State or somebody that'll be Houston Harding or I Frista. would not under any circumstances start McLeod or Bednar. And I'm with you. I, I'm with you there because <laughs> you play to win the regional, not the game. Yeah. And and that gives you the best chance. Absolutely. So I'm with you there. But you still get to that. Let's play that out. If you win Friday, mm-hmm. you win Saturday, mm-hmm. you get to the championship game on Sunday That's and lose, okay. who's pitching for you that fourth game on Monday? I, I guess if you have Fristo. Or Harding, who ever didn't pitch on Friday. If you have one of them left over, yeah. that's who. I would I would start Fristo on Friday. I feel like he can be able to beat a Jackson State kind of team, a swag team, and then and it's going to be Jackson State. And then, yeah, I would have Harding available for Monday. That's how I would do it. Yeah, and if if you needed a fifth, which is possible in a possible. regional. I guess it would be Cade Smith. Cade Smith could be, or Brandon Smith, depending on how he's used him. Yeah, which it's always weird for me to say that because you haven't used him as a starter at all this year. But I mean, he, he can do it. He has started in the past. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, would trust. The thing is, though, when you get to a game five, it's just whoever. It's good what you've got left. You got to cobble it together yeah. however you can. It's almost for everybody a pin game. Yeah, and like, I, I like it's, it's not like whoever you're playing is going to have you know Cy Young out there. Oh yeah, and. and could State's guys go out there and have a bad night? Yes, but from a sheer talent perspective, State's depth is more talented than almost anybody's. So, I, I mean, I yeah, I, I do they got the pitching to do it? Yeah. Could they have a bad night and lose? Sure. But mm-hmm. Missy Nations wants to know if I'm going to go to Dreamland this weekend if I'm in Tuscaloosa. I'm not going to be in Tuscaloosa, but if I was, I would go to Dreamland. I will definitely stop there either on my way to or on my way back from Hoover uh, in the SEC tournament, for sure. Uh, let's see here. John Jeffrey Nelson, what is the my favorite food to smoke or grill? I mean, it's it, probably pork of some kind. I love grilling pork loins. I have a lot of recipes for that, as we all know. What's your favorite food to eat off the grill, Joel? Um, I don't know if it's my favorite, mm-hmm. but if you do it, like... Just a good grilled burger. Burger is. Right. I mean, I, I know everybody else is like, oh, you steak, you know, you're so, so basic, big, you're so, you're so basic. basic but I, Joel. I really do like. I mean, I don't want like a McDonald's burger on the grill, you know. Like, I want it done. You know, I want a good burger. Right, right. On I the got grill. You, yeah. Uh, has there ever been a coach you were the mo- you were scared of in your time covering MSU? That I was scared of? Yeah. No. No. I was intimidated the first time I talked to Cohen as a coach. Just because I had never talked to him before. Beyond that, no, I've never, not been scared of any of them. Ah, uh, I mean, there, there's been a time or two where now Morehead I, a couple times. I was like, "Is he all right?" 
There's been a, a time or two where I knew I was about to ask a question that the recipient wasn't going to exactly mm-hmm. enjoy. Yeah. Like with Mullen, for instance, back whenever, you remember when the Josh Robinson track stuff yeah. happened and all that whole nine yards? Um, I think Dan was kind of, wasn't real happy with our friend of the show, Mike Bonner, at uh-huh. that instance. Yeah. Um, but I was about to ask a question about that, and I knew Dan was already ticked off about the whole situation mm-hmm. a little bit and so you kind of feel that pulse rate or at least i did because that was still pretty early on in my beat tenure i felt the pulse rate come up just a little bit because you're kind of bracing a little bit for what how's he about to handle this but yeah you ask the question and you move on but not really there no i'm trying to think of the closest thing i would come to being scared i don't know yeah. hevesy is a little bit intimidating the first mm-hmm. time you talk to him just because there's this big gruff dude yeah. but I well, the first time him. I ever thought to have a see Kyle Nibbler had, had tipped him off that I did an impression of him. Well, I knew that, but that's the first time you talked to him. Yeah, that's first oh, time I, I didn't realize I had that. Never interviewed him. Yeah. <laughs> so, and you had to do the. Impression. I had to do it. He put me on the spot. So, but I did it. He's like, he didn't, he didn't think it was in very Zach Arnett fashion. He didn't think it was very good. So, that's fine. Uh, Dalton Lee asks, "Have y'all seen this map circulating? How have Texas and Memphis been excluded? What in the world is Seattle or Newark barbecue? Have you seen this map? Yeah, there was no okay. Kansas City on there either. There's no Kansas City. Uh, there's also no South Carolina. There's no Mississippi or Alabama. When I go to New Orleans, it's not like, oh, I'm uh, going down here to eat barbecue. Yeah, like yeah. that was so weird. So this is what people need to understand about these maps and people who make these 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 comprehensive lists that would require a lot of research that they aren't doing." Like, there's this guy, I think it's a big game sooner or something. He put together the most fun college football coaches to play for. Well, how, what are the metrics for that? How do you determine that? So he puts Lane Kiffin on there because he knows Lane Kiffin will retweet him. I mean, it's it's about getting engagement. So whoever came up with this list probably got 50,000 retweets and 100,000 likes and 6,000 replies, and it turned into this thing that you can aggregate and turn into all sorts of articles and everything else. So quit falling for it. When you see one of these things and it says top cities for barbecue and Memphis, nowhere in Texas, nowhere in Kansas City is on the list, just ignore it. And I have no idea what Seattle barbecue. I mean, it'd be a little bit like fish, like they grilling fish. Miami barbecue in Miami on there? I think so. Uh, They they probably know how to barbecue down in Miami. They got a lot of Cubans down there. They put the pig on the grill. I guess so. So. But anyway, yeah, be like it's it's all for. It'd be like a map of who plays the best football and nowhere in the southeast was yeah, included. Yeah. Except for like it's like it's not legit. You know, they put like Nashville, Tennessee. Like you know, somewhere like that. <laughs> all right, let's make sure MSU history ran all these people off here. Yeah, I think he did good. I think he did good. All right. We're gonna rank the number sixes. Okay. I will agree with the people who said that Jody Hurst should be on here, but that's fine. Uh, Anthony Derricks, Willie Gay, Malcolm Johnson, Raphael Palmero, Justin Pygott, Jay Powell, Garrett Schrader. All right. Palmero's one. Locked in as number one. <laughs> I think Jay Powell's number two. Yeah. Good player, right. World Series champion. And honestly, Justin Pygott was the best pitcher on a World College World Series team. So I got no problem putting him number three. I mean, I'm... So we're going baseball I'm heavy. Not, yeah. I can't go against you. All right. Schrader... Honestly, I like Schrader. Don't get me wrong. You know that I was a fan of his. But, but one year. Not even one year. I mean, six games. Yeah. So he's last. I'm going to go. 
mean, Willie Gay. The know. guy that we at one point did a show about could be the next Dak. Yeah. We didn't even we, – we put him dead last dead of the number last sixes. In group. I think Willie Gay, I mean, he only played like 10 games or 12 games. So he's second to last, which is kind of funny that they're right there next to each other. And then uh, Malcolm Johnson had a really good career, but Anthony Derricks has one of the most memorable plays in MSU history. Yeah. So I'm putting him ahead. So if Jody Hurst was on it, where's he at? He's probably Four? third behind third. Uh, Powell. Yeah. But we're going Palmero, Powell, Pygott, three Ps. Uh, Derricks, Johnson, Gay, Schrader. You're only about four months away from that. That's, that's true. That's true. Some some times came out today for, uh, for some kickoffs. Ole Miss is uh, like an 8 Monday, o'clock on Monday. Monday night game. Yeah, Labor Day. So last time they played on Labor Day was one of the most entertaining. Was that Florida State? Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't at first a very entertaining game, but it got there. Uh, let's see here. Mangum Cafe, when you listen to music, do you enjoy it quietly or sing at the top of your lungs? It is completely 100% mood-based. Yeah. Like yeah. if it, I'm in a good mood, I'll sing. Driving down the road, sunny day, I'm probably blasting it out. Mm-hmm. Riding down the road, nighttime, coming home from Pearl or something after a, a late baseball game, Mayor's Trophy game or something. Yeah. It's not Mayor's Trophy, that's Governor's Cup. But, yeah. Uh, I, I may have something like low and it's dark and I'm just listening to something slow, mellowing me down as I yeah. get home kind yeah. of deal. Uh, Jeff Hart wants to know, can you guys perform the dim mock what the hell is a dim mock? I no, I cannot perform the dim mock. Certainly not on the bottom brick. Yeah. Bottom one. I can't do that. <laughs> what a oh. great movie. We should just do a watch along. People are like, you should do watch alongs to MSU Sports. No. Let's do a watch along to Blood Sport. Back mid pandemic when, you know, there were some days when we showed up, like, what in the heck are we talking we about? Have done we really should have done that. Like, we are going to watch Blood Sport and you can just watch it with us. Uh, also, can you stop a punch blindfolded or blinded by an illegal <laughs> substance? No, I can't do either one of those things. I still like. And it's been a little. It's been a minute since I, I watched it. Actually, I did watch it back during the pandemic, uh-huh. so it was like a year ago, probably when I last watched it. But anytime I, it gets to that when I start playing that fight to survive. Yeah, you gotta get fired. Man, I just get, fired get like up. the blood yeah. gets going. There you go. Ah, Dave Elmore wants to know the funniest question that you wanted to ask but would have gotten your credentials taken. It may have been something to John in the aftermath of the. Canizaro stuff, which that, that's really, when you think yeah. it wasn't a funny situation, yeah. but like all that to me, still to this day, we kind of really went know. Unant- like, yeah. I don't know that that's not funny, but Honestly, when you think of a, a coach in the dugout on the phone and like, I, I would just like to know more about yeah. that. But I thought about like at the Egg Bowl uh, with Moorhead, been like, who are you trying to fool? Like, who, what? who is this performance for, Joe? What am I supposed to be believing here? You know? So something like that. Also, I would have loved to have a... And again, it's not funny, but just straight up with Cohen. Like, what changed from the day the Egg Bowl ended to today? What changed? I want to know the answer. Again, not funny, but I'd love to know the answer. And we were like, well, we sort of know that. I, I don't want to sort of know anything. I want to know. Yeah. Uh, Trotter Flynn. It's fascinating how certain words or towns are pronounced differently across the state and have been the source for many a debate. Bayou... Lafayette, 
aim it. Where do you stand on these pronunciations and what other places fall into the same category? So it's Lafayette. I, it's not Lafayette. I, I'm not Lafayette, by the way, is a French word. It means douchebags. I don't know if you knew that or not. I'll, I'll, leave, that, French I'll leave that up to Qu'est-ce you. Qu'est-ce que c'est le douchebag? You know? Lafayette. <laughs> anyway, uh, do you say aim it, aimite? What do you say? I can't remember the last time I had to say it, so yeah. I don't really know how I say it. And now yeah. I'm thinking about it, so I don't know how I would have just casually, if I'd have come across yeah. it, said it. I don't know another way to say bayou. Bio? B- bayou? Bayou? I don't know. Bayou? I don't know. So. Yeah, I don't know how, how she we, said The it. way Joel and I stand on these pronunciations is the correct way. Is there another Louis? I mean, obviously in Mississippi there's Louisville, but everywhere else it's Louisville. Is so there, is there fr- anywhere else I have a friend Louis- who is from Georgia. And he wrote down the word. And he's like, how do you pronounce this? It's like, it depends on what state I'm in. Like, if I'm in Kentucky, that's Louisville. 20 minutes from here is Louisville. Yeah. It's just well, you, how life works. J.B. Holloway, what's your feelings on the Egg Bowl falling on Thanksgiving Day? I've always been a fan of it. If you want to get away on that day after Thanksgiving lunch, you can. If you don't, at least you have something to watch on TV that night. I am a big fan of Egg Bowl on Thanksgiving. Always have been. I am, too, even when I wasn't on the beat. And I wonder if I'm unique in that regard, just in that, I mean... Honestly, my entire the entirety of my family is within 20, 30 minutes of me. Like I, I, yeah. I, I, I'm not one that it costs me being with my family. I'm with my family a lot throughout the year. I mean, there's obviously some, especially extended family, I see more than others. But um, so anyway, it's not really a humongous inconvenience for me personally. So I'm cool with it, and I kind of like it there. But I 100% understand why a lot of people don't. I do. I get it. I, I always say the same thing, though. There is no hard and fast rule. There is no law that says Thanksgiving dinner has to be on that Thursday. 90% of the people... Now, there are some people who aren't. But there are most people who have Thursday off also have Friday off. And most people who have... And obviously, you have Saturday, You know, which is what I do. I do Thanksgiving dinner on the Saturday. So that's how I, I look at it. And that's another reason why I personally like it is you get that Thursday night... And then you kind of get, for us, a three-day weekend right after it. Yeah, basically. So it, I enjoy it. Uh, here we go. The Flying M. He once again had to deal with people. People love answering his questions. I think it's becoming a bit of a game to, to well, just he, get him to He's drop into the, the game, though. He, oh, he, he is. He doesn't have a problem. He will, I text him a lot, too. But like, people are making you work today, is what I told him today. <laughs> Number sevens. Here we go. Luke Alexander, Nick Fitzgerald, Michael Henning. Matthew Maniscalco, Jeffrey Ray, Jacob Robson, and Matt Wyatt. All right, first and last are easy. Hitting is last. Fitzgerald, Fitzgerald first. Is first. Absolutely. Fitzgerald is an easy number one. I think Jeff Ray is number two. I'm with that. He was a lot. He's. We talked about an underrated football player yeah. a while ago. He's an underrated baseball guy. That Mangum people don't realize erased how the good. legacy of J- of Jeff Ray. Maybe yeah. You know, because he was state's all time leading hitter. And, you know, people just just forgotten him. Um, Maniscalco is third. Wyatt is fourth. And then Robson. And then Luke Alexander is, is second to last. But he had huge hits. He did. The gap between, like, the, the first five or six guys here, however many there are, you can make cases for them wherever you want. And then Henning is clearly last. There's a huge gap here. So Alexander, I mean, not a great career but great moments in his career oh yeah you can just sit there and rattle off three or four he, just yeah what he walked off Ole Miss twice, twice and he had a walk off in the college world series yeah so yeah 
He also had, I think he had the uh, hit in the uh, game against Vanderbilt, game three, that sort of put that one. Yeah, and that last year, his, I, I mean, his batting average was low. It was know? low, but, but it's he like made every, his hits every hit he had was a humongous. Yeah. If he only had like 25 hits that year, 15 of them were key <laughs> hits. So, uh, Carter Bentley, what's the ceiling and the floor for the big three sports? So let's let's go through this. Like, like in totality? like For this for the- year. For next year. For next year. So football, I think the ceiling is a like a nine-win kind of season. Oh yeah, that's tip top. That, that's the ceiling. Yes. The floor would be that it doesn't work. That Mike Leach's offense doesn't work in the SEC. You know what time that is. And uh, that means we're one answer away from moving on moving over. On we'll get over. there in a minute. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't work, and you go like four and eight, three and nine. But there's a low floor for this team. Is there something that could happen this year that makes you think long term? Yeah. About Leach. Yeah. Like this. Absolutely. If if you come out this year and you can't move the football again two years in a row, then I don't I don't think it's going to work. What if he goes to Sawyer Robertson, who we talked about this a little bit yesterday, another true freshman, and you have that built-in excuse for lack of a better word there, there, to say there, there's no excuse anymore. So regardless of whether you got a they true have freshman to be better or will or whatever, they have to be better. If they're not better, I don't have any faith that year three will be better. That's fair. So. Uh, for men's basketball, I think the ceiling is they're a second weekend kind of team. And then for the floor, the floor is really in is to be a bubble team. They should be in the tournament. I'm not willing to let the floor slide into the NIT. Well, when I think of floor, I think of worst possible scenario. That's my point. So the, you think it's impossible for this coming team to not this be is at a the tournament very least. team. They should be in the NCAA tournament. If they aren't, you have to you, you got to make a change. It's just that simple. But that's what I'm saying. I mean, I could, I could personally, I don't think it will happen. Mm-hmm. But if you told me it didn't work, and and this team floundered, and then all of a sudden here we are sitting here doing podcasts, you know, a few months well, from now the thing, about though, like, the NIT when again. I say the like floor, I, the floor should be you've got questions to ask. That's the floor. Why wasn't this team, you know, good enough to contend all year? Okay, you and I just got different definitions of floor. When I think I of floor, I think of like worst case well, scenario. I mean, the worst case scenario in football is you're winless, but that's not going to happen. So what's the realistic? Floor, you know, I don't think this, this basketball team is going to show up and go twelve and eighteen. Yeah, that's just not going to happen. But if they go twenty-one and ten, or like nineteen and twelve, and they're not in, that could happen. And then you'd have a new basketball coach. Yeah. For baseball next year, I, I can't really tell you to be honest with you. I mean, I expect it's, it's Mississippi State. I expect them to be in the mix, and then the floor would be to not be in the mix. But I don't know enough. I mean, I don't. I couldn't tell you the starting lineup next year. I, I got to know that. So we'll, we we got to wait for this something. year. It's too early to do it, I guess. Early. But just to sit here and think about like a starting lineup for next year, what's that look like? I, I mean, mean, we don't have to do that right now. But Kellum Clark would be in Kellum it. Clark would be in it. Cam James is in it. Brad Logan Brad Tanner's is in probably it. in it. Um, Logan Tanner is in it. Forsyth. Forsyth and 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 then maybe Davis Mesh or or, or Tanner Leggett is the other second base is the second base. Um, Josh Hatcher, Hatcher's going to be back. Uh, is Roddy Jordan going to be back? Nah, I don't, twenty rounds. Twenty rounds. I, I Maybe. Think, I think he goes. Maybe. I don't know. Um, so yeah, Hancock is still there. They'll find a fl- Hancock is probably in the outfield next year. Or because I think they want a more natural first baseman at first, a taller guy, basically. Kellum Clark, Josh Hatcher, somebody like that. Yeah, and then I mean, your pitching, your your weekend pitching staff is Fristo, Fristo, Kate Smith, 
Maybe Mikey Tepper. Mikey Tepper. Yeah, some of that. It's going to look a lot different. Got a lot of talent, but none the of The thing about baseball is not, not very there's a, oftentimes a big jump for guys from one year to the next. I feel like maybe even more so in baseball than even some other sports sometimes. But like it's it would not shock me to have Jackson Fristo before he concludes his Mississippi State career is like, I don't know, like this, this is maybe overstating it, but SEC Pitcher of the Year type contender. He's got I, I could see him be that kind of guy, yeah. like a, just a dominant Friday night guy before yeah. he's gone. I agree. Uh, Kirby wants to know, with the benefit of the high, of hindsight, well, oh, no, I'm sorry, hold on. Let's move on into that question. Brought <laughs> I to forgot to. I forgot all yeah, about it. Over at Welcome Home Beef. I'll be seeing them uh, on a little later today as you're listening. I'll be heading over to pick up some beef ribs. That's the thing about Welcome Home Beef, guys, and I've been saying it all along. It's not just about the, the great steaks and burgers they have there. They've got every cut of the animal there. They've got all the roasts, briskets, uh, you know, the various, you know, not the other kinds of steak, like hanger steak and flank steak and, sk- and skirt steak. They got it all. And they're always willing to help you guys. All you got to do is make a phone call up to them, and they will place that order for you and take care of you. Don't forget, they're also a dealer of Country Pleased and Sausage, which, as we all know, is the best you can buy. And you're seeing them in a lot more of your local restaurants right now, uh, the Neon Pig in, in Tupelo, which I think was named Best Burger in America by some publication. I've, I've never tried it. I can't believe the best burger in America is an hour away from here. We need to just get in the car one day and go eat a burger. Would, are you willing to drive an hour for a burger if it is the best burger in America? Yes. Yes. We might have to do that one day this summer, then. Um, but that said, Welcome Home Beef is right here in Starville, and we're glad that they are. Call them at 662-268-8148 or visit them online at welcomehomebeef.com. Welcome Home Beef. It just tastes good. That was a dramatic one. I like that. <laughs> so, real quick question before we go to the rest here. What is the furthest you're willing to drive for something if you know it is the best you can possibly have? So, you like pizza. If I said, hey, this place has the best pizza in America, how far are we willing to drive to go there? I mean, I'm not going somewhere to spend the night just to eat it. But Would, would you go three I, I hours? Go, I, yeah, I could do that. Well, you know, Three's we, probably about the limit. We, okay. You know, we leave at 9, we're there at lunchtime, and we're back home by like 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock. Sure. Okay. Who's got the best pizza in America? Uh, it's not three hours away. I promise you yeah. that. We're going to have to stay over the night. <laughs> Unless you want to... We, we get a 6 a.m. flight to New York. We eat lunch, and we fly back that and night. Now, see, if we're booking some things around this, like Braves Mets or something, yeah. I'm, I'm in. Okay. Okay. There you go. Uh, well, you don't have to you don't have to to go over over uh, overnight to eat at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. That's a good that's some good news for all of us there. And that's good news for everybody here in Starkville because man, what a great restaurant that is. When you are in Starkville, you've got to make sure Two Brothers is on your list of things to do. Great food, great people, and of course, one of the biggest patios. I don't know outside. I mean, I don't know my my patios of the SEC that well, but I mean, there's probably not a lot bigger in the country in terms of you know places to sit out there, enjoy yourself. Live music on the weekends, and the, when the weather's good, it's just a just the place to be. So check them out. 621 University Drive over at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Advantage Business Systems wants to know, wants you to know, that they've got you covered. Almost 50 years of doing business with people just like you in this state. They treat everybody like a neighbor, and they have a catalog of services and products to keep your business running smoothly with more profits and less problems. So why don't you call them today and put them to work for you like they've helped so many other Mississippi businesses through the years. The number is 
362-9192 or visit them online at absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. Kirby wants to know, with the benefit of hindsight, what do you think of Fox Hall's unicorns comments regarding his pitching staff? We can't discuss that. I don't want to get banned from Gene's page. <laughs> so moving on. No, what? I mean, the he, guy he, likes his pitchers. What? It is. It, it is something that people get so upset that a coach says something positive about his players. Like, what? What do you? What do you want the guy to you say? You know, the Zach Arnett. I know it's a different sport, but he really has the easier approach here to just make everything seem like... He, Zach Arnett has mastered the under-promise, over-deliver. Yeah. You know, that's kind of the way I think as a coach you might want to handle it. I would love to know if in his personal dealings with his players, if Zach Arnett is a little more Probably uplifting. So. And then it, like in so. the, as far as the media and dealing with fans... Ah, uh, we stink. Yeah. You know, un- under-promise, over-deliver. I and I do think that the unicorns comment kind of went the other way there, where it made people... And what he's saying is true in that there's a ton of arm talent. Yes. you got a bunch of guys that throw 93, 94, 95, and more. You know, just because it hasn't worked out doesn't take away from the fact that that's unique. You know, you don't have a lot of pitching staffs that have that many guys throwing that fast. And, I mean, people are acting like this pitching staff sucks. It doesn't. I know. I know. It I does know. not. I know. Have they had struggles? You know, yeah. have there been some freshman bumps in the road? Have there been your Fristos that may have thrown more innings than they've ever thrown before under more pressure than they've ever thrown? Yeah, I mean, but they're still. I yeah. mean, a I, lot of times throughout I, the year I, they've been good. I agree. There's been ups and downs. But. It is what it is. All right, Hunter Manis wants to know thoughts on a live stream of the podcast. I'd watch. Uh, I mean, that'd be a technological question for Super Talk. I don't know. I mean, we might do it, but there are also times like. A lot of our podcasts, I give us credit. We get through in one take. But I will go ahead and give you a little inside baseball. My wife called in the middle of this podcast, and I have to edit that out. Well, I mean, what if that happens in the middle of the podcast? Or, you know, I got a call. Either one of us gets a call from our from the daycare where his kids are or, or the uh, the school where my kids are. We got to stop. So, you know, it's just one of those things. It feels like if I was going to, if we we're going to do a live stream, it wouldn't be of the podcast. It would be something separate. And we, we sort of lock ourselves into this, hey, this hour. We are doing this, and we can't be bothered. Yeah. So you know, it need to be a situation where like our wives, our kids were at are home. out of school, kids and- are out of school and at home, and our wives are at home watching the kids. So that that would be how I would look at that. Uh, should common sense be renamed uncommon since it's apparently so rare? That's what they talk about all the time. Common sense not very common. But that's the point, right? It's like it's it should, it should be, be common, common sense. Like you know, don't put gasoline in a bag. Should be common sense. I saw a picture today of uh, somebody at a pump pumping Chick-fil-A sauce into a bag. <laughs> I just thought that was kind of... <laughs> yeah, so I, I, Chick-fil-A sauce, not really a huge fan. I don't, I don't, I don't use Chick-fil-A sauce. I don't either. Yeah. I'm either using the buffalo or the barbecue. That's two I get. That's Chick-fil-A. what I like. I agree. Dalton Lee wants to know, who would be the most fun to get intoxicated with on this beat? And does it include a hypothetical Joel that would drink <laughs> adult beverages? A hypothetical Joel drinking adult beverages would be fun. <laughs> but I think we can all agree, Joel, the answer to this question is me. It is. I mean, I have been with you as you have begun I, the process. I am a, I am a gregarious uh, drinker. I, I, I like to have fun. <laughs> uh, Joseph Bailey, who now sits by us, you know, he's the guy who's uh, sitting up there. 
Big fan of yeah. New Jack. Yeah. He, he earned some respect this weekend. <laughs> what press box meal best sets the tone for a good day of baseball? I agree with what Robbie Falk and I were talking about. It's like, they really overthink the meals sometimes. Like, we're at a baseball game. Cheeseburger, barbecue sandwich, chicken tenders, little, pizza. Yeah. yeah. And they're giving us Salisbury steak with mashed potatoes and steamed vegetables. Like, I'm sure it's good, but I'm in a base. I don't want that. Like, I don't. Just, just can I just get a, a cheeseburger? Yeah. I mean, I know that you don't like the pickles, so this yeah. isn't your favorite. But like Chick Fil A, the, the, the Chick Fil A sandwich with a bag of chips. Yeah. I'm cool with that. Yeah. They used to, they used to do some no pickle ones back in the day for me and Bob, and now they don't do that anymore. I'm trying to save those people some work. That's yeah. less work to put the pickles on there. Did you know Chick Fil A like? Their chicken breast is marinated in pickle juice. Yeah, that's, I think that's an old wives' tale. I don't think that's I, true. I think because it, it doesn't taste pickly, and pickle is a very strong, noticeable taste to me. Okay, so so what you're telling me is the information that I have read before is inaccurate. I, I think that it's an urban myth. Well, I mean, we know people at Chick Fil A. Could we not just? I mean, I'm sure we could, but are they, they going to give up the secret recipe? Seems unlikely. Well, they're not Bush's baked beans. Well, it, I mean, I think they would let us know. Roll that beautiful chicken footage. <laughs> I will say this: McDonald's tried a Southern style chicken sandwich once, and the pickle taste on that was so strong I wouldn't eat it. So either, either Chick Fil A has mastered a way to impart the the good parts of pickles without the bad parts, and have ma- and have got one over on me. Or this isn't true. I now want to know the answer to this. Well, I don't know. If we have any Chick-fil-A employees listening. Tell us. Tell us. All right. For, uh, for me, I don't want to get it. I want to get into soccer, but I don't have any particular allegiance to a team beyond U.S. soil. What team in the prem should I start rooting for? Well, I would obviously suggest Chelsea. We're on the come up. Um, but that said, it's so difficult because you're going to have to be a bandwagon fan if you want to have any kind of enjoyment. Like, if you say, I'm going to pick Burnley, I mean, they're terrible. You know, basically, there are, there are seven teams that are going to be year in, year out pretty good, and then everybody else is just a hope, wing, and a prayer. You're just hoping you don't get relegated, a lot of them. So, uh, I would, I would, there are a lot of articles right now. I would pick, what is your, your favorite sport? Is it football, basketball, or baseball? And then Google an article on, if I like this team, what team should I like? It's got me thinking, Joel. What team should an Atlanta Braves fan like? Because I would say that there is no question that Major League Baseball is your favorite sport. Oh, yeah, for sure. So what is the equivalent for for the Braves over there? We're going to find out right now. Now, this article is from, it's from over a year ago, but let's see. Braves are in a similar spot now as they were a year ago. A little. Still, still got the young, exciting players. Yeah. So this doesn't have the Braves. Well. So I guess I guess you're just destined not to be in there. They just want me to stick with MLB, huh? Let's try this probably one. Let's a good try thing, this, this that was article probably here. Happen either way. Now, when was this article? This is from 2011, Joel. For God's sakes. Well, the Braves are in a completely different spot now than they were in 2000. Oh, Joel, you don't want to you don't want to pick that team. You don't. It's your arch nemesis. It's Tottenham here? Hotspur. A, we would be enemies, but B, they never win. They. I mean, maybe that's the point. Like the Braves have been a long time without a trophy. That's actually when's the last ninety five? Last World Series? Yeah. Yeah, ninety five. That's about the same. Last World for, Series championships. That's about the same for them last time they won any kind of trophy. Yeah. So last time they were in the World don't Series do it, period Joel. was ninety nine. Don't do it. You don't want to be with that team. Yeah, I don't need any more misery in my life. Right. Joel, if you could guarantee any Mississippi State baseball player in history, 
had a long and successful career as a member of the Atlanta Braves organization, who would it be? So, is there somebody you're like? Would you like a Would you like a Will Clark to have been a Brave? Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. But I'll tell you who I'd go with. Probably, I'd be a Braves fan if that was the case. And for selfish purposes, mm. I think I'd go with Jake just because I know him. Yeah, that'd be a good choice. <laughs> I know him pretty well, so right. I, I feel like uh, you know I, I might have an in there. So maybe I go with uh, bring the mayor to Atlanta. Yeah. All right. Please build your four horsemen lineup of these non-OG members of the four horsemen. So we got Sting, Mongo McMichael. Have you seen him? I by have, the way? man. I sad. It's rough. Kurt Henning, Dean Malenko, Barry Windham, Sid Vicious, Paul Roma, and Brian Pillman. This is a really easy one to me. It's just super easy. Tell me if you disagree. Sting, Henning, yes. Wind- Windham, Pillman. That's the four best guys in there. Yeah, I'm with you. Sting is the leader. In this case, I think Wyndham is sort of the enforcer. Henning has got the uh, the Tully Blanchard role, and then Pillman's the, still the loose cannon. Yeah. Is Luger in there anywhere? They didn't put Luger in this list. I would still take the four I have without, without Luger, though. I, I was going to say, like, that, that's the only thing that made me kind of scratch my... Like, I, I would see if there's anybody I could take out and stick Luger in. But. Yeah, no. Uh, let's, do, let's do one of these from Caleb Glover. Uh, rank these teas. Sweet tea, tea birds, golf teas, model teas, tea ball, tea shirt, T-bone, Mr. T, and Ice Tea, the rapper. Slash star of Law and Order SVU. What's number one for you? I mean, I'm a southern boy. Sweet tea's up there. All right. T-bone is, is first for me. I'll go T-Bone right after Sweet Okay, tea. so I'm going to let you do these rankings. Sweet T, T-Bone. Mr. T. Mr. T is third. Um, I don't have the list in front of me. This well, is tough. I'm, I'm helping you here. Okay. So we've got, oh, we've got left. T-Birds, Golf Tees, The Model T, T-Ball, and T-Shirts. And Ice T. Uh, T-Ball's next. Okay. So T-Ball fourth. I'm putting Golf T at the bottom because I'm not a golfer Not a golfer. All. all right. I think Model T Model should be T's, second to last. Yes. Okay. What about iced tea? My wife is gonna get mad if you don't rank iced tea high. All right. Well, I don't want Jennifer mad at All me. Right, so, so she's I'll go fifth. With now you're left with T-shirt and T-bird. Uh, I don't. I, I mean, if T-birds dropped off the face of the planet, I'm cool with that. But if T-shirts dropped off, I so I like T-shirts better than T-bird. Didn't, didn't the Bandit drive a T-bird though? And smoking the Bandit, I can give us a little more. Is this my is this my rankings? No, you're right. You're in all okay. So then the Joel T T rankings. If I'm correct, we have. I mean, can I rank myself? I'm, no, because you're you're number one. <laughs> Sweet T T Bone, uh, Mr T T Ball T Shirt. No, sorry, Ice T T Shirt T Bird Model T Golf T. Those are the T. The rankings. official Joel T T rankings. There you go. And then one more from uh, from Caleb here. If you had to work every work day with someone from the office, who would you choose? <sighs> Andy Bernard. Okay. Why? He's just kind of a nerd. Yeah, you know? he is that. And I kind of am too. So okay, okay. I think, I'll vote we, for I think we get along. No. For, for some obvious reasons. Could create trouble at home, but okay. 
I mean, it did for her. <laughs> uh, let's see. Rob Chittam. My wife and I are currently in the hospital where she's giving birth to our third child. Can I get a shout-out oh, to the congrats. newest bulldog? That will surely be here by the time the rumbling's there. Shout-out to baby Chittam. Yeah. Welcome to the world. Man, Good luck to you. That's cool. That's cool. We're right. nearly a year in with kid three. It gets yeah. hectic. I hear that. Uh, let's do a couple here from Ian Ladner. You have full authority of the SEC. Where does make refs available land on your to-do list? It's on there. They're going to go to the press conference. You know, in professional sports, though, they, they don't do really get held accountable too much either. I mean, a little bit. They, they do, have a pool reporter who gets to talk to the officials. If something happens, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it needs to, we could be tr- we're going to be trendsetters. Look, we're gonna we'll up your pay, but you got to go answer questions. I mean, I don't get why we have to ask the kids, 18, 19 year olds, questions, and then the adults don't. But all right, hot dogs are a baseball game food. I would agree with that. Yeah. Does football or basketball have a food? No. No. I think football food is what you tailgate. You know, anything you're tailgating with. There's nothing at the stadium where I'm like, ah, man, that's football food there. Basketball certainly not. Mm-mm. So, and I feel like like popcorn and peanuts is more baseball oriented. Yeah, you might be right. Then, so yeah, I, I don't really think of any food in particular when it comes to the other sports. Yeah. Uh, Ford Polk, who sent sent us some delicious ribs. He did uh, this past weekend. Remember, if you want the media to enjoy your food, you just have to tell us. <laughs> Uh, do you prefer eating fried catfish fillets or the whole fish? The whole fish tastes better, but I hate searching for bones. I, I want Filet. fillets. I want fillets. Yeah. And buddy, I could eat those like potato chips. All right, you put if I if somebody were to bring one of those little Dewey uh, catfish trays and just said you could have it, it would be gone by the end of a baseball game. I would just sit there and eat the whole thing. If you could be an actor, whose career would you rather have? Matt Damon, Leo DiCaprio, Brad Smith, Will Smith, or Tom Cruise? I'm thinking in terms it's of their wives. Or DiCaprio, here. right? It's Pitt or DiCaprio for me. Pitt or DiCaprio? Because yeah, because Pitt has been married to Jennifer Aniston and Angelina Jolie. See, I was always a big Katie Holmes fan back in the day. Oh well, so. if that's the case, then yeah, Katie. Yeah, you, know, you Katie, got yeah. a thing for Katie. Me, me and my Katies, you know. Uh, okay, DiCaprio is probably the correct answer. Never married, so you know he's doing that, and then his movies are all fantastic. I would love to have been in the lead in the Departed. Last one from Ford. I would Ford. love to be forever known for Top Gun. You know. That's a good choice. Uh, in Avengers Endgame, have you seen, you've seen Endgame? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Captain America goes back to his time. He had already aged 70 years when he was on the ice, putting him at around 100 years old. When we see old man America, does that mean he's actually close to being 200 years old by that point? So he was in his like early 20s in 1940. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. So he would have been... So let's say he was he was twenty. So that means no, no, he would have been around a hundred. He would have been, yeah, he'd have been like right at a hundred years old in real life. But in of course in his own life he would have. Now he should have been a hundred there. Period. Yeah, because so he looked pretty spry for a hundred. Gives us something to shoot for. Hey, get older. You're right about that. Uh, let's see here. John Burnett, do you eat the end pieces of a loaf of bread? I do, but no people who don't. I don't. I eat. do not. No. That's are, getting thrown in the garbage. Those are for the garbage. Those are for the birds. Craig Overstreet, what is the one item that MSU could auction that would make you pay spend an obscene amount of money on? I would pay a ridiculous sum for the bat mangum used to be, break the hit record. 
That's a good question. Which makes me wonder, where is that bat? Like, that was not Maybe Jake's was, bat. Right? I, bet, I, bet he, I bet he got to keep it. I mean, this, ain't, this isn't high school baseball where you can bring your own bat to the field. I get it? that, but I mean, I'm sure MSU was like, you can have that bat. Probably, yeah. Um, a game-worn Clark jersey. The, the, the Maroon 85. Yeah. Like an actual Will Clark wore this in a game jersey. Dax um, jersey from the Auburn game. That would be a good one. I'm trying to think of like an egg bowl piece of, of memory that I would want. I don't know. Dax jersey from the Auburn game is probably it for me. Because okay. it's A, it's Dak. Yeah. Game and, worn. And B, the, the game that puts you number yeah. one in the country that's for a, the only time ever. It's a good choice. Yeah, I think that'd be it that's for me. That's good. Uh, let's see here. Walking bully, is this team strength p- pitching? If so, should we just play our best defensive lineup? So that's a good point. We can't say this team's strength is pitching. You got to back them up. Maybe just say, look, it doesn't matter. Well, it's why for a long time, and I, I'm still not totally against it. I said you just leave Josh Hatcher out there. Yeah. Because, I mean, I've said it a hundred times on this podcast. If you put bad defenders out there, you shoot yourself in the foot with your team strength, and you just do. But that said, I mean, by and large, I feel like State puts its best defensive lineup out there. Uh, I guess well, Skinner has to be in left. Let me tell you, you why this. I disagree with you, because Cam James is still showing up in the field from time to time. Yeah, but he's been DH a lot lately. I mean, I agree with that. But he, he was at third the other day and made a critical mistake, right. but... More often than not, the last couple of weeks has been DH. Oh well, yeah, but don't I guess what do you who who's the best left fielder then? Skinner. Skinner? I mean, I, I wonder sometimes if your best defensive lineup might not be Skinner and center and Rowdy and left, but yeah, I guess not. That's not what they do. So, um, Tanner and Wright. I mean, that's probably just Wright anyway. Yeah, it's it's fine. Um, around the infield, I guess it would be Leggett, yeah. Forsyth, DeBrule. And Hatcher would actually be at, at first in that instance, Logan behind the plate, and then I guess you got a DH Hancock, which means you're not going to have Kellen a Clark. Kellen Clark or, or a Cumbus, Cumbus or yeah. whoever is DH. But I don't know. I'm a little bit on, on board with that. Make sure you're as stout as you. you well, no, we just left. Uh, you'd have to decide in that instance whether you're DH and Hancock or James. Yeah, that's a good point. And so one of them would be out of the lineup. Yeah. I don't know. And so I, I guess the answer to the question is no, you can't do that. Yeah, because you, you can't leave have both, too much out. Yeah, you can't have both those guys out of line. Yeah. Paul Barrett asks, if you did a yearly award show for the Rumblings or the podcast as a whole, what would some of your categories be? Is there a better name for that than the Rumblies? Well, yeah, there's the Jolties. And we skipped it this past year because everything got canceled. We will bring the Jolties back in January of 2022. Uh, and our categories have always been best male athlete, best female athlete, best team, so on and, and so forth. And you all get to vote for such. And you guys will get to vote for them, yeah. Playballer DC wants to know, is there one product that you will not accept anything other than the top-of-the-line brand? i got a couple of these. Yeah. Uh, cereals, I'm big on. on oh, like, no. I, I won't. I want I'll, generic cereal. Is See, fine. I, I, I like Frosted Flakes for whatever reason. Uh, I want the actual Frosted. The Kroger Flakes. brand Frosted Flakes are just as good, and they are cheaper. Uh, I promise. Yeah, them but the there's same. just I don't know. To me, there's just something about so, that. My obviously, you know, one of them, 
Coca-Cola. Oh, yeah, Coke. You don't go. I, I don't, will not be drinking a big K Coke anytime soon. Reynolds Wrap. I don't buy cheap aluminum foil. Should never buy cheap aluminum foil. Uh, toilet to- paper. Toilet paper. I'm an Angel Soft kind of guy if I'm buying, but I can buy generic toilet paper. As long as it's two-ply, I don't have an issue. Um, I used to be that way with cheese. Like, I wanted craft Singles, but now I've gotten to the point where I can, I can, I can live with that. Um, i trying to think if there's anything else where I'm like, kind of want the, the good stuff. If I'm getting like deli meats, that kind of thing, like mm-hmm. I don't I don't want, want like the, the boar's cheap, head. I don't want the cheap. No. Turkey. Oh no, yeah. I don't want the the land of frost. Yes. I want Oscar Mayer. Or, yeah. Yes. I, I agree with that for sure. Those are those are all good. Joby Miller, Joel, on a scale of one to ten, how worried are you about the Braves after the injury to Yanoa and Soroka's setback? My worry for the Braves is continually creeping up. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're 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 forty you're forty games into this thing now, and you're middle of the road, and everybody and look, there's been a lot of injuries and everything else, but on a scale of one to ten, I'm probably at least a solid six right now. Oof, okay. it's getting up there. Okay. Will Carruth says, "What would your strategy have been in the Stone Cold versus Booker T grocery store brawl?" Go to the Tabasco sauce. Get a little bit on your hands or something, and slap them across the eyes or something. I mean, you got to get some, got to get some pepper or something up in the eyes. You can't see, you can't fight. That's good. I'm also gonna try and like, unless you're a Frank Dukes. <laughs> I'm also gonna try to like go over to like the, the charcoal aisle, a big bag of charcoal, and just swing that into somebody's head. That's probably. I mean, what's the heaviest thing in the grocery store? Maybe cat litter. Um. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's where that's what I'm thinking. Big bag of dog food or something. Huh? A dog, bag of dog food. Something. I'm gonna try something in the twenty pound range. That if I hit them with it, it's noticeable. So, well, I mean, you can probably get like a a glass bottle full of something. Well, I, I'm trying to keep it sort of not killing somebody. Okay. You know, we're this is we're not Nick Gage out here trying to have a death <laughs> match. Uh, I don't have a story for this, so if you've got one, feel free to tell it. Uh, Joby Miller wants to know, when Scott Foxall was coming out Friday, I asked him, Coach, what did you say that they threw you out? He smiled and declined to comment. Do you have a similar story with a coach or player after they've been tossed? Um, No, we don't get to talk to players that get thrown out or anything. Yeah, and, this and is usually, just baseball. a lot of times when a, a, a coach has gotten tossed or anyone has gotten aggravated an official, They'll kind of give you the answer that Chris Lamonis gave you guys on the big show the other day. They don't want their wallets to get any, mm-hmm. you know, any lighter just because yeah. they said something. What so, did Mike Leach say? This if you want to give me twenty five thousand yeah. dollars, I'll, I'll, tell I'll you. be as open and honest as you want me to be. Listeners, but. if any of you have twenty five grand to spare, next time, just let me know ahead of time that there's a bad call, and I'll tell them, Coach, I actually have someone who is guaranteed to put up the twenty five thousand dollars if you'll tell us the answer. Because I think we could have a lot of fun with that, and that is, but it's going to cost us twenty five thousand. In that instance, is the SEC? Uh, do they do they uh, double the fee or something up to fifty so that Leach still has to pay? Oh, I think share? I think it's like sort of set in stone. Okay, right? they can't change it. I don't I don't know. I mean, I it's the SEC. I'm sure they can change whatever they want, but at the same time, I mean, what are they going to do? How fun would that be if like, somebody was just like, State, "I got twenty five grand, Coach. Well, what, do mean, you say? what do you want to say?" You know, fifty thousand people in Davis Wade. You know, everybody contributes piece. what fifty cents. Yeah, I mean. Who wouldn't do that? I, I think it would be funny. Like, if there's like a noticeably bad call, Anthony Craven goes on the PA, folks will be passing a hat. <laughs> Everybody put in $1, and Coach Leach will tell us exactly what he thinks of that call at the end of the game. 
That would be pretty funny. Linton Gilmer wants to know. A lot of Gilmers out there in the world. Obviously, Dak is the greatest Bulldog quarterback of all time. Who would you put as second? I would put Nick Fitzgerald. Yeah, it's so funny that if there had never been a Dak. Yeah, he'd be, he'd be maybe number one. I mean, I think John Bond is in the discussion. Jackie Parker is in the discussion. Um, and a lot of people, when you say that, would say, well, but Nick couldn't throw. But it's it's all about yardage. That's it's great. It's all about. Well, never mind that. John Bond couldn't throw. Jackie Parker could throw in the 50s? How much would they throw the ball 12 times in a season? <laughs> Mississippi State has made a, a, a living off of quarterbacks that can't throw. <laughs> so we got we got to start, bench, and cut from Linton Gilmer here. Barbecue, ribs, and steak. So I assume by barbecue means like pulled pork. This is an easy one for me. I'm going to start steak, bench ribs, and cut pulled pork. See, I'm probably flipping. Okay. Like, cause you don't rib, like ribs. I... I can eat ribs and I like them mm-hmm. okay, but that's not what I'm picking. You like ever. four Polk's ribs? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Right. I like free ribs. Yeah. Anytime. Yeah. Josh Patrick has a question that man, I have never noticed this, but I'm going to look tonight when we go to the ballpark. It's going to drive me insane if he's right. Will one of y'all go fix the E in Noble on the backstop so it's lined up correctly before regional pay starts? Is it out of kilter? You would notice this before me because you have to watch the TV a lot more yeah, than I true. do. Yeah, I'm going to have to look at that. So, by the way, I think that's one of the things we forgot. Out of kilter, can things be in kilter? That's one of the things people were talking yeah, about the other day. the backwards. The backwards, thing. like, so are you saying it's in kilter? Yeah. There you go. We've answered that one before. Some football questions from T-Rob. Will the offense make a jump in Leach's second year, and how big? Will it better? We talked about that on yesterday's pod, though. A little bit. <laughs> and then he wants to know, rate our strength of schedule versus last year. Well, obviously the schedule is much easier this year because you have you have non-conference games. Mm-hmm. And not playing 10 conference games is a lot easier. It's still good, though. It's still good. It's still a very, you know, of your you've got a Power 5 team on there that's out of the SEC. And then you've got two group of five teams that have been bowl teams for the past decade, basically. So it's, it's a good schedule. It's probably top half of the SEC. It is. it is. And, I mean, State's non-con games. I mean, I, yeah. there's no gimmies there, really. Yeah. Nick Dewitt wants to know, looking at each program's overall history, which pro wrestlers would best describe State's sports teams? So, here's my first question for you. Who is the greatest wrestler in your mind to have never been world champion? Piper. That's the baseball team, then. Simple as that. All right, well, who is the football team? Uh, it's gonna have to be like a, a true mid Carter. Yeah, that maybe had one world title match and lost it. Yeah, kind of deal. maybe they're Cesaro because he just had one world that, title. That, that wouldn't one. be bad. But I'm trying to think of like more old school. Yeah, like would would they be Arn Anderson? Just blue collar. Yeah, kind of this very blue collar guy. Can't be Dusty Rhodes because he's been a champion. Maybe, maybe so. Double see, A. Double A. And then who's the basketball team? Basketball's had some great moments. But some really low some ones. Some really low too. ones. Jake the Snake. I was that I was thinking maybe like Kane too. Kane's, Who, Kane's I mean, won titles though. Yeah, but he was also before Isaac Yankum. And That's true. He, he's had some And he was fake diesel. <laughs> he's had some crappy moments. All right. All right. Kane. All right then. Uh, Whit McAnally wants to know, there have been some great nicknames for MSU athletes. What's a top ten? I don't know if we can do ten. Pork chop. Is that it? Well, maybe it's... <laughs> I mean, 
The thing is, like, first off, this is more of an MSU history kind of question. There's so many of the older guys, though, like Bottle McGeorge yeah. and Twig Branch. But, I mean, Thunder and Lightning are going to be on there. Pork Chop Womack is going to be on there. Um, Super D is on there. Um, trying to think of anything else just comes to, to mind, like right off the top of my head. I'm sure I'm missing some big ones. But, yeah. Let's get our friend MSU History to do that one. Uh, that's too many answers. Wit, I'm not answering that question. Uh, Sean, oh sorry, Adam Johnson. What boy band would be the best fit for Brandon Walker? <laughs> Guess what? It's gonna be me. <laughs> uh, I mean, he strikes me as more of a Backstreet Boy than anything else, right? <laughs> Back streets, back. All right. They sing larger than life, don't they? They do sing larger than life. That makes me larger. (laughs) I think you went a little far down the uh, the scale there. Uh, There we go. Careful. Uh, (laughs) Sean Brown. I've never seen an episode of Game of Thrones, and I've thought about starting it, but after hearing everyone complain about the ending, I'm wondering if it's worth my time or should I count myself lucky and find something else to watch. Uh, I'd watch it if I were you. Just watch it knowing going in and you're going to be unsatisfied. But that said, the first seven seasons are some of the best television of all time. You know, really, I guess there's no way to sugarcoat it. The, the end of it, probably for pretty much everyone, it's not going to end the way you want it to. But <laughs> um, if you can watch it with not as much of a critical approach and mm-hmm. just watch it to enjoy it, the end isn't as terrible as a lot right. of people would have you to believe. It's a, And the other thing that will help you is that if you're going to sit down and binge it and you can watch it over a couple of months, it's different than those of us who put years into watching that show and having to wait for it every Sunday, and then that's how it finished. I mean, the main problem with the end of, I about called it Lord of the Rings, Game of Thrones, Mm -hmm. is those last seven episodes go at a pace that is unlike the show went on ever. Right. I mean, it's almost... I mean, the show kind of crept along... At a good pace, but and then you then you get it last season. And it's yeah. just like fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. Right. And it, that's why I say if you binge it, it won't it won't bother you as much. Because I mean, when I saw the last episode, I was like, I put eight years in watching this, and this is how they finish. Th- Whereas guys, if you put two months in, you're like, okay, it's not that bad. Those guys were just ready to be done. They were. They were. Brent Richardson. This is a really easy question. Worst ending to the baseball season. Pick one. Oh, this this is the question. Okay, yeah. This, I told you before the show. This is the easiest question we may have ever answered. I, I told you before the show it was the easiest Beat question. Beat Ole Miss in the Supers, then two and out in Omaha, or return to the championship series, but you lose to Ole Miss in game three. How on earth? Who's picking B? <laughs> so not only did we, we lose the national championship series, but the, Ole, Ole Miss, Miss is the national it. champions? Get out of here. What kind of question is that? You absolutely Come on, Brent. beat them in the Super and go to Omaha. Come on, Brent. Harlow Gold wants to know, did Dr. Evil invent air quotes? Maybe. Laser. Laser. Preparations A through G were all failures, but now allow me to unveil Preparation H. <laughs> That's a really underrated line in that. I don't, a, lot, a lot of people like, like, you want some chocolate ice cream? What? Okay. Also, he wants to know, who is your favorite female Austin Powers' love interest. Elizabeth Hurley, Heather Graham, or Beyonce? Hurley. Elizabeth Hurley is still. Still. Still to this and she's like 55, and I think. She was married to Hugh Grant, Let's who is not a, an attractive man. And he cheated on her with a hooker. 
This goes to show you that some guys are really, really dumb. <laughs> would you like to see 55-year-old Elizabeth Hurley? I would. I'll be totally honest with you. <laughs> oh, behave! <laughs> 55, man. I just want to ask her one question. Do I make her horny? Do I? Do I make her randy? Oh, the show's off the rails, folks. All right. Uh, she could pass for, like, 30. She could pass for in her 20s. Yeah. No question. If you just show that picture to somebody who had never seen Elizabeth Hurley, like, how old is this woman? They would say, like, 25. And, I mean, because it literally is attached to an article that's talking about how Liz Hurley, now 55. That's insane. Yeah, so, I mean, that is her recently. Very nice. Russ Huddleston, when speaking of a player who's obviously talented but not performing well, and somebody, possibly us, says once he figures it out, figures it out, doesn't this mean once he plays better or executes better, or is there another interpretation? Yeah, that's what it's saying. Like I, I still had Liz Hurley. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. I'll okay. answer. I'll answer. <laughs> Basically, yes. Yeah, like we're saying, the talent's not the issue. Is what we're saying in this situation. You know, sometimes players are like hey, he's just not that talented. This this is a situation where we know the guy is talented. He's just not, mentally, it's just not coming together for him. Then our last question of the day comes to us from our good friend Wade Jones, who wants to know, (laughs) this is a good question, do baseball players generate more saliva than a normal person? There is no way I could spit as much as they do. (laughs) They do spit a lot. They're always chewing gum or chewing sunflower seeds or they used to be dipping or stuff like that. So, I mean, it makes sense then. Yeah, and you think about it, like in football, You've got a mouth guard or something yeah. in, so you may be like constantly you're just swallowing sucking and swallowing yeah. to get all that down. Yeah. And in baseball, you, you got, like you said, you're you got always downtime. chewing or eating something. Plus, like you, that's where I was going with that. You've got 30 seconds or so between pitches, and you're like, hmm, got a hawk loogie. There you go. All right, that's all for today, guys. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll pre we'll look at our regional projections on the next batch of those. Uh, we'll talk a little football, and we'll recap what happened uh, Tuesday night at Duty Noble Field with Mississippi State took on Jacksonville State. Plus, I guess we'll look ahead to this Alabama series since that is a Thursday starter. Guys, have a great uh, Wednesday. Back with you on Thursday for Joel T. Coleman. Woo. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.